Many Christians yearn for spiritual power as it was exhibited in scripture. But spiritual power comes at a price. We need to know what that price is and how it is paid. We know that the Greek dunamis translated as power is the root word for the English words that start with dyna, such as dynamite, dynamo, dynamic, dynamism, dynasty, etc. All these words indicate power and its various applications. We see this Greek word in Acts 1 8. But ye shall receive power, after that the Holy Ghost comes upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem, and in all Judea, and Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. While dunamis literally means power, we need to be careful about our illustration of how this works in this verse and the rest of scripture. A wrong illustration means we've misunderstood the word as it was intended by the author, and therefore will lead to a wrong interpretation and application. For example, applying the word dynamite for an illustration of the application of the above verse is out of place because dynamite is never constructive. On the contrary, it is destructive. The more appropriate illustrative word should be dynamo or a generator. From Wikipedia, we read and I quote, Dynamite is an explosive made of nitroglycerin, sorbents such as powdered shells or clay and stabilizers. It was invented by the Swedish chemist and engineer Alfred Nobel in Giesthate, northern Germany, and patented in 1867. It rapidly gained wide-scale use as a more powerful alternative to black powder. Today, dynamite is mainly used in the mining, quarrying, construction, and demolition industries. End of quote. The suitability of using dynamite compared to dynamo becomes easy to appreciate if we simply substituted the words destructive power for dynamite, creative power for dynamo, and apply these senses in Acts 1-8. Let's see what happens. As dynamite, the first part of the verse will then read, but ye shall receive destructive power, after that the Holy Ghost comes upon you. Immediately, we can understand that this is not the meaning and application intended by the author Luke. It simply sounds absurd. If we compare this with dynamo, the verse goes like this. But ye shall receive creative power, after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. Now, that verse is telling us a lot. Immediately one can appreciate what the Holy Ghost will grant to the believer, because Jesus Christ said, I will build my church. Matthew 16 18, and not, I will blast my church into smithereens. The lesson for preachers and writers here is that we should take time to study the topic and apply proper exegesis so that the beauty and meaning of a passage of scripture are faithfully delivered to our audience or readers. After all, the purpose of scripture for believers is that it is to build them up in the faith, not to perplex them. Perplexity breeds doubt and doubt creates vulnerability. The second and more beautiful thing about the dynamo is that it generates power only when it is acted on by an outside force. In older bicycles, we had lamps that were powered by a dynamo that was driven by the rotation of the tire. On larger, industrial applications, a generator in a power generation facility is rotated by various media such as wind, or steam acting on a turbine, or rapidly flowing water from a dam, or flowing water as in a water wheel or in a windmill. How does this apply to me? This application becomes practical when we connect Acts 1-8 with Matthew 28-16-20 or Mark 16-15-18 where the two gospel paracopes speak about the command of the Lord Jesus Christ to his disciples to go to preach, teach, make disciples, and baptize. These again indicate motion, activity, exertion of energy on the part of the believers. As the believer gets on his bike and starts pedaling, God flips the dynamo onto the tire, and the lamp gives off its light. The believer has to act and move in obedience before it should expect to see a manifestation of God's power. No motion, no dunamis. Little motion, little dunamis. Great motion, great dunamis. 
I guess this also explains why there is very little supernatural activity, if at all, in today's lazy, modern, laid-back, carefree, contemporary church. God is not stingy in providing what we need, especially when it has to do with His kingdom. We just need to cooperate with Him in what He is doing in the world today. Then, He will provide us with His power to be able to complete the job. See how this all works out. Jesus told them to get on the bike and start pedaling. Acts 1-4 shows his directive, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father. Acts 1-12-14 show their response. The disciples mount their bikes and pedal. Then they return to Jerusalem from the mount called Olivet, which is near Jerusalem, a Sabbath day's journey. And when they had entered, they went up into the upper room where they were staying, Peter, James, John, and Andrew, Philip and Thomas, Bartholomew and Matthew, James the son of Alphaeus and Simon the Zealot, and Judas the son of James. These all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication, with the women and Mary the mother of Jesus, and with his brothers. Notice how the dunamis breaks out. Jesus flips on the dynamo onto the bike tire. Acts 2 1-4 says, When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven, as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues, as of fire, and one sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues, as the Spirit gave them utterance. The whole place is lit up. The Holy Spirit's power resulted in Peter preaching his first sermon to a multitude of about 3,000 souls, and all of them were saved and baptized. Christian, are you tired of playing church week after week? He has already given us his mandate in Matthew 26 16-20 and Mark 16 15-18. The only way to break out of the doldrums is to seek God in your own upper room, and wait for His direction on where to go, and what to do. When He speaks up, and you get on your bike, watch the fireworks. They'll be glorious.